What's up, you guys? Steven Milhausen here, writer for Sporting News and Zone. It is that time for another WWE pay-per-view this coming Sunday, a busy weekend in combat sports. I'm writing solo for the Predict Show as Daryl Rivera getting a much-deserved vacation. So hopefully Daryl has a ton of fun. But a lot of big news going on in the walkway to Fight Club. And we'll start it off before we get everything going here. If you're going to be watching this, the video path, subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Walkway to Fight Club. Things are chicken. I mean, chucking, things are moving on up in the world. A lot of servers get on board, get a lot more comments, a lot more views. I thank everyone. Thank you so much. It's simple, guys. All you got to do, subscribe to the channel. Just hit that subscribe button. Give it the old thumbs up. You give it a thumbs down, at least let me know why. It'll definitely be greatly appreciated. But just subscribe to the Walkway to Fight Club YouTube channel and also give it a thumbs up. But the big news is the fact that Moving on up in the audio world. Not only now is the podcast available on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify, but now we are on also Amazon Music. So go to Amazon. It's simple on that one, guys. Just go to Amazon, search the name. I get a little bit of a kickback from when you guys listen. So thank you guys so much. Please go do that. Thank you so much. Just go to the Walkway to Fight Club. Radio.com. That was some big news. They just like emailed me out of the blue yesterday. So definitely do that as well. Working on a couple of little things as well. So hopefully they'll be trucking. But iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, all your favorite podcasting platforms. It's real simple. Rate, review, download, subscribe. It means a lot. Thank you so much. A lot of a cool, pretty cool interview I did yesterday. That'll be going up next week. In the world of professional wrestling or interview, I've been wanting to do for a long time. It was one of those little bucket list type of things that I wanted to do. Just the schedule never worked out. But now the planning, stars aligned, and the interview was great. It was like, it was only supposed to go about 20 minutes, and we went 45. So, but it's with Filthy Tom Lawler from MLW, former UFC fighter. It's going to be competing in uh, PFL. Next season, so they're coming back either they're gonna have one show at the end of this year or at the beginning of 2021. So, a lot of things going on with Tom Lawler, but you can catch MLW live and exclusively on the zone. Not exclusively, they'll be airing new shows on the zone. The Saturday night super fight, pretty good match on there. I saw with Tom Lawler and Davey Boy Smith Jr. So, definitely check that out. The interview with Tom Lawler will be up next week. That was a ton of fun, but the reason we're here. Now I got all the, the obligatory stuff out of the way. This is, as it says there, scrolling the WWE Clash Champions 2020 preview show. Now, I keep this short. We're not going to go like f- the usual long banger where we go an hour, hour and a half. I keep it short, pretty simple to the point. Do a very small preview of the matches, and then I will give my prediction and a whole lot more. But. Clash of Champions Gold Rush coming up this Sunday on the award-winning WWE Network. The pre-show starts at 6 Eastern, 5 Central, 3 Pacific. The main card pay-per-view, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. And don't forget, guys, you can also, when I always get thought, do I have to have the network to order WWE, watch WWE pay-per-views? No. If you don't trust the Wi-Fi, all you got to do, guys, it's simple. Order on pay-per-view. 
contact your cable and satellite provider. I have Dish Network. I know they still carry WWE pay-per-views. So if you guys don't have, don't trust the network, you don't trust your Wi-Fi, you can still order it the old traditional way on cable or if you have a satellite provider. But a nine-match show, one match on the pre-show, and then the eight-match main card. I like when they do this just because now these pay-per-views are nice and short. Back to old-school way. Three hours and under, you're in, you're out, you're done. It's so glorious. They don't do much right these days in WWE. But the timing of the pay-per-views, they've started it really locked down really well. But every match, and the one reason I love Clash of Champions, every title's on the line. Every title's on the line. There's no feuds for the sake of feuds. There's no one, we have no stakes. Every match has stakes. Every match should have to begin with. But, a nine-match show we'll start with, and it's on the kickoff show, which is, I can find a couple other matches on this show. They should be on the pre-show. Not this one, but it is for the Raw Women's title, Asuka against Zelina Vega. And it'll be like, oh, Zelina Vega, Asuka, that deserves to be on the pre-show. Not when you have top three performer in WWE and Asuka. Zelina Vega, eh, Okay. The match just seems, it's rushed, seems out of place. I would have given Zelina Vega a little more time in the ring. Like, I really, I don't understand uh, the wherewithal here with going with Zelina Vega and Asuka. I you could have gotten Mickey James. You could have stretched that to this show. You couldn't even have done a rematch from their title match a little, about 10 days ago. Could have gone that route, but... Could have given Zelina some more in-ring time on main event. Could have done that way. Could have given her another. Could have given her a match last week on Raw. Just getting her more reps because she's been managing. She's mainly a manager with Andrade and Angel Garza. And this match just seems really out of whack. The match was rushed. You could have waited another month. You could have inserted Mickey James into this spot. The match isn't going to be very good. Just because I don't think Zelina's really had a lot of time. I think Asuka wins. Asuka plows on to bigger and better things. Asuka will be still your Raw Women's Champion. And we got the United States Championship. Bobby Lashley, Apollo Crews. This one seems to me that it's lost a lot of steam. It's lost a lot of luster. Just because... They're not making Apollo look strong. Like the fluke win on Raw over Cedric Alexander. Okay, he beat a fellow member of the Hurt Business. But then Lashley went out and beat the bejesus out of him after the match. How am I supposed to take Apollo Crews seriously? He's cutting good promos. He's good in the ring. But you, it's like he wins one and it's fluky. And then he, or then he just gets totally buried and loses a match. Lashley's been made to look really, 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 really strong. And normal WWE booking would be whoever gets to come up and the show before the pay-per-view usually loses. I don't think we see that on this show. I don't see the reason right now to go back to Apollo Crews. I think Bobby Lashley's on a really good run. And if you want to make Bobby, you can make some money with Bobby Lashley. And I'm usually always of the belief of let's get some new guys over. But man, Bobby Lashley's a badass. 
They don't have many badasses on Monday Night Raw that I can you can really get behind. I have no problem here. I would go with Bobby Lashley to retain the United States Championship. And we got the women's tag team titles on the line. The champs. The two badasses. Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax taking on best friends, Ruby, Riot. No, not Trent and Chucky e. T. <laughs> Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan. I am. It just seems like Baszler. They, they had nothing to do. So their WWE's like, well, you know what? We'll pair you together. Why not? It seems like this is just a placeholder for Shayna Baszler until she gets to Asuka, which seems was the plan like four months ago. And yet we're still, now she's teaming with Nia, they got tag titles. I wouldn't mind a title change here. I'm not the world's biggest Nia Jax fan, but the way they've made Nia and Shayna look ultra, ultra strong. Yes, I know what you're going to say. Well, Steve, they beat, just beat up Lana. I think Lana's just getting punished for her husband. But, for here and over there. But they've been made them looking strong. Could a title change happen? Eh, I think it's very, very highly unlikely. The match isn't going to be very good. So take the... Ruby, Ruby Riot better have her working shoes on. That's all I'm going to say, because Nia Jax is first world awful, and Shayna Baszler only knows one speed. So hopefully Ruby has the working shoes on. I think this is going to be basically a glorified squash. Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax retain the women's tag team championships. We go from the women, and we go to the blue brand. Smackdown. Tag team titles on the line. Shinsuke Nakamura. Cesaro against the Lucha House Party. I don't know which two members of the Lucha House Party will be getting a tag title opportunity. But in a fluky way for Lucha House Party to get in, it was due to the interference from the Street Profits a couple weeks back. Pin Cesaro and pin Cesaro to get this opportunity. I think that if they're given time. This could be great. Lucha House Party's awesome. Cesaro's one of the best workers in, in the business. Depends on Nakamura if you really want to. If Nakamura's thinking about surfing, I don't think that's going to be the case. But Nakamura seems to be pretty reinvigorated with this teaming with Cesaro. This is going to be a banger. This should, if, if they're given more than 10 minutes... This match could, this to me, to me, is the show stealer. No, the dark horse that no one's talking about. Given a little bit of time, I think this could be really, 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 really good. I'm going, and I know I picked up, I'm going with new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. I'm going with the Lucha House Party. I think they're due. I, they're due for to get a little bit more of a push here. Raw tag titles on the line. We'll go to the red red brand. Street Profits, Andrade, and Angel Garza for the 9,242,102nd time. I know it hasn't been that many times, but my God. For the last 
two months. This is all I've seen. And this is where, like, the WWE's lack of creativity really, 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 really shows here. Because nobody wants to see this again. How can you not build up more tag teams? This, to me, just shows you... This shows me, everybody. And I imagine... I mean, we've talked about this on previous shows. WWE doesn't give a flying hoot about tag teams. Case in point right here. Come on. Don't get me wrong. Street Profits are awesome. Great tag team. Andrade and Angel Garza. It seemed like two weeks ago they weren't even partners. It seemed like they broke up and then they were back together and now became the number one contenders this past Monday on Raw. I don't even think WWE knows what they're doing. It has to be a title change. It's the only reason you do this match again. Another match, like the SmackDown Tag Team title match. If given time, this could this could also be really good. If you give them five minutes, it's a throwaway. If you're going, give these teams some damn time. Not asking for much, good lord. I'm going with new Raw Tag Team Champions. I'm going with Andrade. And Angel Cars, and maybe, just maybe, Zelina Vega will be back. SmackDown Women's Championship match. Bailey. Hey, we want some Bailey. Against Nikki Cross. We've seen this a few months back. Bailey ran all over Nikki Cross to retain the women's title. I, you could only see this going one way. Bailey has the win. Maybe you can do like a fluky thing where Sasha Banks interferes. I think that would be pretty pointless considering the beating she just got last week. I would stay away, far away as humanly possible. There's no reason at this point in the game to be doing a title switch. It makes no sense. Sasha coming back that soon again kills the angle. You got away with it once because you you followed up with it pretty strong. I don't think you should do it here. Have Bailey look strong again. Maybe you have Alexa Bliss come in distract Nikki. Maybe you can do something along that sort, which I'm fine with. But Bailey needs to win here. The match shouldn't be bad. They've had solid matches before. I think we'll get another solid match again. Bailey. Walks out your SmackDown Women's Champion. Now here should be the best match on the show. The Intercontinental Triple triple Threat Winner Take All Ladder Match. I see Champ Jeff Hardy. The phenomenal AJ Styles. And the man who feels he's the intercont- the rightful Intercontinental Champion. One of Canada's finest, Sami Zayn. Story's good. Hardy beat Styles for the belt. Zayn had initially won the title. Defended it at WrestleMania. And then due to COVID, Sammy decided, you know what? I'm bouncing. Staying in Canada. Not coming to that COVID-infested waters. But Sammy's back. I think this program has been pretty strong. Except for the odd Sammy Zayn getting pinned on SmackDown this past week. This last week. Which made... Typical WWE booking made about zero cents. 
Sammy had been looking very strong, which coming back he should have been. And then you really took the legs out from under him this past week on SmackDown. But this match should be the best match on the show. AJ Styles, one of the best in the world. Jeff Hardy's a great worker. Sami Zayn's a great worker. We should get a... If this is not the best match on the show, that means they either under-delivered or the, the last two matches on the show just were absolute, unbelievably... They were, they were unbelievable. They were bangers. Four and a half star type matches because this match should be great. I expect it to be great. I'm going with Sami Zayn. He never lost the title. I think he should win here. The heat, this is a great way for Jeff Hardy not to take a pin. AJ doesn't have to take a pin. Sami Zayn can be the cowardly heel. Sami Zayn can find a way to cheat. Sometimes cheaters do win in pro wrestling. And Sami Zayn heads back to the Great White North with the Intercontinental Championship. Let's get... Now, see, now this is going to be interesting. What goes on last? Do you go to WWE Championship match or do you go the Universal title? If you're doing a title change in either match, it should go on last. I'm going with the WWE title. Is on the line. Drew McIntyre defends against Randy Orton. Solid program. One of the reasons to watch Monday Night Raw is this program in particular. You know, they had a great match at SummerSlam. Orton, you know, I thought Orton's had a great 2020. Hey, continued his great matches. A great match with Drew. Neither guy hit the finish their finish. McIntyre won with the backslide to retain the title at SummerSlam. Good program where they've talked the you know Orton broke McIntyre's jaw. McIntyre sent Orton to the hospital. Orton got his revenge this past week on Raw. Beat Drew down after his match with Keith Lee. Then came out at the end of the show when McIntyre was helping be, take care of Retribution. Orton came out with an RKO. Made Orton look really strong. I keep the title on Drew. And this, Drew has a lot of momentum. Drew McIntyre is one of the only great things right now on Monday Night Raw. And this isn't a knock on Randy Orton. Because Randy Orton right now, this is the best Randy Orton I've seen in a very, very, very long time. But this goes back to my premise of you need to keep got to keep building new guys. Why You don't have to always go back with the retreads. And I'm not calling Randy Orton a retread. But we Randy Orton, win or lose, is Randy Orton can afford a loss. He can get over. He's Randy fucking Orton. He doesn't need the title. Drew needs that title right now. I keep the title on Drew McIntyre. I really, really do. This match is going to be very good as well. Their match at SummerSlam was very good. There's no reason this this match shouldn't be very good. I go with Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre retains the WWE title. We are now at the main event. Roman Reigns defends the Universal title against Jey Uso. Jey Uso is headlining a pay-per-view. Now, 
I've been ultra critical on this program. When this program first started, I was like, you need to give me a reason to believe Jey Uso is going to walk out the Universal Champion. I'm still waiting. Like, I think the storyline's cute. It is. It's cute. The cousins. The one cousin just wants the title. He's happy to be here. Where you got the you got you got the foe, his his blood. Who's the shark? The shark sees someone trying to gain his most valuable possession. He just wants to bite his head off. Wants to give him a beatdown. Wants to make sure he gets nowhere near his most prized possession. And that's what I see out of this program. You haven't made me believe enough that Jey Uso has any chance of becoming the Universal Champion. I've seen nothing. I don't believe. I think this match is going to be very good. Because you know they have a point to prove. A lot of people don't think a lot of people think Jey Uso, including myself, does not belong in this spot. That's not taking away from Jey Uso the talent. Because I think Jey Uso is talented. Roman Reigns is great. There's nothing, you can't take nothing away from Roman Reigns. And this is a big match for Roman. First singles match in a very, very, very long time. We gotta go back to like, I think February was the last time we seen Roman Reigns in a one-on-one situation. So this is a big match for Roman. I think Roman's going to be fine. He's in there with somebody he can trust. He's in there with blood. Jey Uso, I think, is since he's been singles, I think Jey Uso's done fairly well. The story just isn't strong enough to make me believe that Jey Uso is going to walk out the Universal Champion. I think in a very good match, a good way to close the show, Roman Reigns defeats Jey Uso to retain the Universal title. We will not see Bray Wyatt, I don't think. Maybe we do see Bray with the Fiend at the end of the show. That wouldn't be the worst way for that show to end. So that'll be interesting to see how WWE ends Clash of Champions. But that is it for today. Thank you to everyone who's, who will be watching via YouTube or also via audio. If you're watching via YouTube, or even if you're not, it's simple. Go to the Walkway to Fight Club. Simple. Hit that subscribe channel. Hit the like button. Give it an old thumbs up. Give me a thumbs down. Let me know why. Tell me what we can I can do to improve. Don't forget. Or if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Bing! You're done. Thumbs up. Done. Takes five seconds. Listening via audio. Simple as well. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and now Radio.com. Get the Radio.com app. Just type in the walkway to Fight Club. Bing, bing, boom. You're done. You subscribe. You rate. You download. Every time a podcast comes up, boom, you get a notification. And you rate. Give me five stars. Review me. Tell me tell me how I'm good. Tell me how I suck. I'm fine with it either way. But definitely please let me know. It's greatly appreciated. 
But, and don't forget next week, we will I will have my interview up with MLW and MMA star Tom Lawler. Talk about the MLW restart on the zone. Every don't forget, download the zone app. If you want to watch MLW, MLW's got some great stuff. So a really good interview with Tom Lawler. We talked about everything. We talked about the restart on the zone. We talked about Colby Covington. Somehow we led into Bob Sapp. <laughs> interview was when plurality sideways. And how Tom Lawler did not ask his wife to get married. He tells us the story of how his wife asked him and where it happened, which I thought was pretty phenomenal. And I found that out a couple minutes before we talked. So a really good chat with Filthy Tom Lawler. Don't forget YouTube, youtube.com forward slash the walkway to fight club. It's simple. Just hit the subscribe button. You hit the thumbs up to this video and you're done. Watching, if you're downloading the audio, it's simple, guys. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, now the radio.com app. It's that simple, guys. That's all it is. Rate, review, download, subscribe. A lot of great stuff coming up. I thank you so much, and we will. I'll have a ton more stuff coming. Got a UFC 253 preview show. Israel Adesanya, Paulo Costa, the middleweight championship is on the line. The co-main event, Dominic Reyes. Jean Blaschowitz for the vacant light heavyweight title. The first 205-pound champion will be crowned, not named John Jones or Daniel Cormier, since March of 2011. And also, we will be a UFC 253 recap show, and there will be a podcast recapping Clash of Champions this coming Sunday. But thank you guys so much. You can all, wait, hold on. You can find me on Twitter at SMielhausenJR. This is Steven Mielhausen. Peace. I'm out of here.